0: Uh, we're we're going to finish up what I've been uh, the series we've been working on for the last uh, for the last time. What? Oh, good. Okay. Uh, and so the, the, we started this series back in late August. This um, in Ephesians chapter five, and I could not stop talking about this. This verse where it says, be very careful then how we live, not as unwise but wise, making the most of every opportunity, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. And we kind of went through kingdom time and we went through, uh, through how to be wise because there's a level of kingdom wisdom that goes beyond just normal wisdom. Uh, you know, if you read your Bible long enough, you're going to have lots of wisdom. You're going to know what to do in every circumstance. But sometimes there's not an, uh, there's not an understanding of the circumstance that you're specifically in. And that's why in James it says that if you lack wisdom to pray, he doesn't say if you lack wisdom, then search it out in your Bible and maybe you'll find it there. It's like because there's individual wisdom for each and every one of our lives. So we talked about that. And then we talked about how to tend the Holy Spirit so that we're able to hear his voice. Uh, during these times, because that's what makes us wise, right? That's what gives us the, the, the understanding of how to be careful, uh, how to live, in not as unwise, but as wise, uh, in every opportunity. And we kept, we kept ticking up against this thing because the days are evil, because the days are evil. But I never talked about the, the days of evil or the evil day, and so uh, I want to finish it out with the evil day. Great. Great message, Pastor. I'm really excited about the evil day. Uh, but the reality is the reason that Paul is writing here to be careful how we live and to be wise, not unwise, and to make the most of every opportunity is because we live in a season of evil day, uh, it, but we also have the specific evil days. right? All of us are living our life one day at a time. Whether you like it or not, you can project into the future what you're going to do, what vacations you're going to do, how everything is going to work out in the future. But the reality is you have to walk every day of your life as it, as if it counts. And uh, about six weeks ago, my friend Ray, uh, Ray Arney came and he gave us a message on having your best day ever. And every day I wake up and I say, I, I, "Jendi still, ever since his message, I said, well, I'm gonna have the best day ever. Today's the best day ever. People ask me in the office, well, how's your day? And I say, it's the best day ever because it's, it's the only day we have and we might as well make the most of it and say, so, you know, that's why. Um, but in our best day ever, there, there are days that are evil days. And uh, I, so on Friday, I was, I was having my best day ever when all of a sudden, like just a, a, a myriad of opportunities for evil came about, and I was I, I was inundated with not enough of me. Not enough of me physically because I needed to be in, uh, there, we had a number of staff out and I, and, and I, w- I was filling holes uh, with that. And then we, we, we had uh, a person from uh, social services comes out and he needed to see some, some paperwork. And I'm like, and our director was out sick. And I'm like, I'm trying to be her and I'm trying to be over here and I'm trying to be over there. And, and I was having one of those days. It, it was the best day ever. <laughs> but it was also the evil day. Because, you know, and how many, know, you, we all have those days, right? It's like all of a sudden you're walking in, you're like, Jesus, I'm char- in charge. I had my worship, I had my, my quiet time, and, and it was all good until <laughs> I went to work or until I got the call from, you know, the doctor or the dentist. You know, Jenny uh, she went to the dentist this week, and we, somehow or another, she, she has uh, genetically, from her side of the family, doesn't have the best teeth. Uh, so but she did have the best day ever at the dentist uh, this time but it, it's always like holding our breath because you know it's like how many crowns are we are we in for this time you know it's like there's always there's always a crown somewhere it's because she's a queen you know uh, they're just trying to trying to get you know all that kind of stuff but you know you get that call or you, you know like we're talking about cancer and sickness and stuff you get a call from the doctor and it's like yeah it looks like your blood work's not good and you're like oh man i'm I'm having an evil day. And so I wanted to talk about what we do in the evil day. Because I, th- I think it's one of the most important uh, things to remember. You guys already know, but as Rodney pointed out, a lot of times, and, and I know I was trapped because I was going to talk about this this weekend, and maybe that's why the Lord's like, "Hey, watch this. I want to, you know, it's like I want to get, <laughs> I want to give you one of those terrible, no- <laughs> terrible no good uh, days like Alexander had, uh, so that you can feel the emotion and see if you're going to rely on yourself. Or if you're going to rely on me, and so and so, it was it was like being uh, you know having an out of body experience while all of this was going on. It it was it was hectic in my mind, and but I was very aware of who I was and how I would need to be, and so um, so I want to talk about that. You guys, good. So uh, the the verses that we have on on your uh, pages, I just wanted it says. uh, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, redeeming, buying the time, because the days are evil. And then I switch, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you've done everything, to stand. And so the the first important thing we need to remember about the evil day that's either here, coming, or on its way, because we live in, in the days of evil. So we know that that day is, is potentially approaching some, some bad news, some circumstance that we're like, ah, is we have to stay prepared through our spiritual practice. And it's something I talk to you about every week. I spend time with Jesus every day because Jesus is hard to find in the evil day. There's something about it. It's like, man, I need to get a hold of God right now. And, you know, most of the Psalms are kind of like that, you know. (laughs) That's what I love about David. He writes, he goes, evil day, evil day, evil day, evil day. And you go down, evil day, but God, you know. So it's like it's hard to find in the beginning, but if if you'll allow it some time, if you're prepared, and he was because he had already spent a lot of time cultivating his, his life in God. And that's why I want you, to encourage you to read your Bibles, to meditate upon the Word so that you have it ready in your mind when the enemy comes. Because the first thing that, that happens, if you're not, if you're not prepared, uh, you're, go- you're going to forget who you are and who God is, right? I, I'm going to just tell you this. No matter what comes into your life, God's got it. God's got it, and the first thing you do is forget that God's got it and think, "I got to get it. I got to straighten this out. I've got to. I've got to do everything possible to try to reorder my world." But that's we we get amnesia almost instantly as soon as we get some kind of bad circumstance coming into our lives. Isn't that right? So it's important to prepare ahead. And that, I think that's, to me, that's what pastoring and that's what church is all about. The reason that you come is to practice, practice, practice being prepared for not just your evil day, but being prepared for someone else's evil day. See, we're, we're learning to be a praying church because when, when somebody else is having that day, we can come alongside of them, and because we're prepared to pray for them, we're ready, right? Right? But if we're like, "Ah, oh, my spiritual life is is drained out of me, and I just need a little pick pick me up here," then when we have the opportunity to minister to somebody else, we're not going to be ready. Okay, so prepare, prepare, prepare. All the practices that we do, the reason we worship, the reason we we, we go for it, uh, the you know the reason we we practice praying even during the day, uh, is because we have to be prepared. So Paul gives us, uh, he he says this, he says, therefore put on the full armor of God, and then he explains it, and we've talked about that before, but I I just want to give you a a quick synopsis of of what it is, because preparation has to do with the the armor of God. He says, listen, when the day of evil comes, if you have your armor on, guess what? You'll be able to stand, but if you don't have your armor on, you might fall over, you might get beat up or, or fall over. So let's, let's just go through it real quick. We, we, uh, we, we're probably familiar with this, but he says this. He says, stand firm then with the belt of truth tucked around your waist, okay? So truth, being in the truth, about whatever circumstance we're in, the first truth is God's got it, God's on my side, God's working behind the scenes, God's fighting the enemies, god got it, that's, that's what's true, Because one of the first things that happens is we move right to untruth. It's like, oh, now I'm going to die. You know, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to lose all my money. We're we're wiped out. All our friends have left us. Kind of like a Job thing, right? That actually happened to a guy. It's in the Bible. You're like, whoa, (laughs) don't want to be that guy. Uh, All right, you know that. Okay, so the truth is, and if we read the end of Job, the truth is God was there. God was on his side. God restores. God heals. Okay. Uh, he says, "Then with the breast, breastplate of righteousness." Um, a lot of times, when we're in that 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 place, we're not prepared to do the right thing, and we start thinking we, we start thinking with the mindset of of the world. Uh, you know, how can I get around this instead of how can I get through this the right way? Does uh, that ever happened to you? Uh, You know, you're like, man, I'm short on cash, or I'm having some kind of situation in a relationship. How can I get around this? But he said, instead, we're going to face it with righteousness, with doing the right thing before God. Not before man, but doing the right thing before God. Okay. Uh, And then having your feet uh, filled with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. That, of course, can be the gospel, you know, preaching the gospel. But what is the gospel of peace? What's the good news? The good news is peace, that you can have peace in the middle of any circumstance. So right now, no matter what comes into our lives, we should have the opportunity to say, I choose to think about the things that will bring me peace, right? So uh, that's what he's saying. Be prepared so that you can practice. So in the little stuff, when you're driving down the road and you're, you know, somebody does something stupid, you, you go, I'm going to, I'm going to take the peace of God, you know, or, or somebody ignores you, you know, throughout the day, you have all these little picky things. Or do you? I don't know. I have little picky things that, that come into my life and I can choose peace. It's like, I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm going to choose the gospel of peace. Okay. Then he goes on. Uh, he says, uh, in addition to this, take up the shield of faith. Uh, the shield of faith is knowing. That God, I mean, it's not faith in faith, it's faith in God, that He is going to help you walk through it. But ultimately, each and everything that comes into our life is a step for Him to grow us into the mature Christian that He has called us to be. Are you okay with that? I know, it's hard because, you know, if you look at the life of Jesus, He had to walk through, He was just like us, but sinless, right? But he had to go through all the same stuff we had to go through, and worse. I mean, were people kind to him? No. Have people been unkind to you? Uh, you, you know, did people hate him? Did they mock him? Yeah. Yes. Did they crucify him? It hasn't happened to you yet. Okay. So, <laughs> but he's the one that says, you know, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross because he had faith. He trusted that God, no matter what happens, even if I lose my life, I am going to walk before God and God's got the backside of, of this. Okay, I'm, I'm sound like I'm preaching this morning. Uh, of, he says, the shield of faith, you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. The evil one wants to lie to you all day long. Right? All, all day long, you know, about who you are, about what's your capability? What, you know, are 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 you really rocky or are you just gonna, you know, are you you just that weak guy, right? That's going to get pummeled in the ring. And God calls us to be children of God. That's who we are. And when the enemy comes and says, "You're not good enough for that. You can't do that." Say, "Yeah, maybe not me, but Christ in me. You ain't seen Christ in me yet." Okay? So anyway, you guys Christ in you. Is, yeah. So when he comes and he says, ah, you're nothing. You say, well, yeah, I might not be nothing, but Jesus is living in me and you ain't seen nothing yet. So anyway, moving right along. And then of course, take up the helmet of salvation. You are eternally sealed in Christ. No matter what happens in your life, your history in the future is awesome. Awesome. It's amazing. No no eye has seen, no ear has heard the things that God has prepared for those who loved him. What? You're thinking, oh, man, I hope I go to heaven. What? (laughs) No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. You can't even think for a minute how good it's going to be because you're saved. All right. So this is a preparation, right? Preparation was, ah, you know, yeah, God's, you know, you've got some, you know, some side place in heaven or whatever. Yeah. It says that we're going to rule. We're, we're going to rule. I don't know what it's all about. I read it and I'm like, I don't know. It sounds like work, God. I was hoping I'd be in retirement when I'm in heaven. Can I just sit up on a cloud somewhere and strum a harp or something? I don't know. Nah. That's not what that. Okay, so, and then he says, uh, take up the word of God. Because when you forget who you are and when you forget what God's doing in the midst of your circumstance, you can always refer to the Word of God, and He'll tell you, you're a beloved child of God, transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Nobody can, trust, can affect you in the kingdom of, of light, right? There's no way He can drag you out of it. Even though we live in this world of darkness, you have been transferred into the kingdom of light, so you are safe. Isn't it great to be safe? Because when you're safe, you're bold, right? If you know nothing can hurt you, if you're invincible, you don't worry about it. But if you still listen to the lie, listen to the lie. Oh, you're nothing. You're are you kidding? You're not invincible? Yes, we're invincible in Christ, right? Right? Okay. You okay? Some of you believing lies this morning. Okay. Okay. So, prepare for the evil day when it comes on Friday, I had an evil day, and I'm like, whoo, I'm not doing so good." Because I had this anxiety on me, and uh, you guys know what that anxiety is. Do you have any anxiety, and, you, and it just sits there. You know where it is. It's it, it, it's it, it's 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 in your yeah it's in your, it's in your gut, and it's, and it's and it's and it's translating to your brain, and and you're you, you're not hungry. I'm mostly hungry because I'm mostly at peace. That's why I look at it like this. Anyway, uh, so you get that feeling. And when you get that feeling of anxiousness, then you say, okay, what is it that the Lord wants to do? Which moves me to my second point, which is uh, don't let the pressure move you from the evil, but let the pressure move you towards the kingdom. Towards the kingdom. Because when we're at our... When when we learn the most, it's when we're pressurized, right? We don't really need God until we're pressurized. You know, most of the people, like Beth would say, oh, you know, people should be rushing back. The reason they're not rushing back is the pressure valve has been released, and they're like, okay, I'm safe. I'm not going to die of coronavirus. Well, great. I'm good. You know, I'm I'm glad. But you still have a big problem in your life. Does everybody have the same problem? (laughs) You look in the mirror, you're like, oh, sinner in the mirror. Okay. We, we need Jesus. Bad. And people, you know, we, we, we try to manage that anxiety a different way. So um, what, what happens, though, is, is pres- the pressure blinds us of the resources we have. So I didn't immediately, like, like Rodney was saying, I didn't immediately go to prayer. Uh, I, I wanted to, but I was too busy trying to manage my anxiety. I was like, oh, man, I'm anxious right now. And it's like, how do I get less anxious? And I was talking to the Lord about this yesterday. And, uh, and, and I got a kick out of it because not only was that morning anxiety happened, I also had afternoon anxiety. I had another situation. I'm not going to bore you with details because I'm interested to see what the Lord's going to do. And I don't, you know, because it was one of those funnies. But by the time that I got more bad news... I was like, that's cool. Bring it on. Because I know God's got this. Okay? So what happened in the morning was I got amnesia of how much God's got this. I mean, I've been walking with Jesus now, I don't know, how long? 30-some years. He's got everything. I've walked through so much stuff (laughs) that I'm like, this is it. This is the end. This is the last place I'm ever going to (laughs) be. You know, And instead... Here I am today. It's like all that stuff that I thought was was my life had ended, God has brought me all through it. And, and, and I mean, I, I, I need to start writing it down because it's it's heavy. But I get amnesia every time still of what my resources are. Okay. So uh instead of saying, I, I put down here, let the pressure cause us to grow. And so the the first my first part of growth was go, going back to ref, uh to really self-reflection going lord what are you trying to do through all this. And I think part of it was he, he's like man this is going to make the best message on Sunday. No I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's like I'm just going to give you one thing after another to deal with today. Uh no that's not, that's not what it is. But it was the test. Because the the Bible says a number of times uh, test your faith. Right? Not that you need to test it, but our circumstances bring us to that place of being tested. And the Lord wanted me to see where I was in that moment. Am I strong in the Lord and the strength of his might? Because that's how that that Ephesians 6 starts. It says, Be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Oh, I have a place to go. It's that Psalm 91, right, Leonard? It says, you know, under the shelter of his wing, I am safe. I am strong in the Lord in the strength of his life. So when you have a circumstance come in, instead of having amnesia, instead we go to that secret place and say, I am safe right here in his care. So let the pressure push you to God and not push you away from what's happening, the circumstance. Okay? In fact, even say, count it all joy. When you encounter various circumstances, take them unto yourself. See them as your friends and say, Come here, my beautiful circumstance. I hate you. Ah, but, but yes, you know. But instead, as we embrace them, then we bring the Lord in with it. And then the Lord dissolves that middle part, and all we're left with is Him. Got it? Okay. So first thing, prepare yourself. Keep preparing, keep preparing, and then stand in his pressure. Okay. Um, I'm going to move on. Last point. Pray it through. He says, after he says, put on the full armor of God. We didn't read this, but he says this next. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. The reason that the Lord really allows things to come into our life is to teach us to pray. You say, what? I think that is true. Because I become a better prayer when I have more trouble in my life. We all... You know, it's easy to pray. You know, we have pre-service prayer for uh, a few minutes uh, each Sunday. And some of our prayers are, you know, we're we're diligent in our prayer and we're we're serious about our prayer. But until something makes you desperate, you haven't really considered what prayer is about. Right? I mean, when you have to pray, it's like, oh, you know, they're going to die. Like, Lord, intervene, intervene, intervene then all of a sudden you're fully invested. And part of of what this evil day is supposed to do is to drive us to the emotion that we need to really bring us into the presence of God for prayer. Okay? It's, you know, like when you're well, you you pray, thank you, Lord. But when you're sick, you say, Lord, heal me up in a hurry. Okay, so a couple things here. Um, Most of us are pretty good, uh, not very good prayers until we're in trouble. And then we learned the, the greatest prayer of all, help. Uh, okay. <laughs> and and I, I think, and I've been struggling, I've shared with you before, I, I, I struggle with regular, powerful prayer. Right? And, you know, I, I even remember reading something about Billy Graham. He said, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I would spend more time in prayer and learning to pray than I would in in my gigantic evangelistic outfit because he knew that the power of prayer was more important even than the, the than the the giving just the good news out you know and, and that I remember reading that many years ago and I was like man I'm going to I'm going to learn to pray like that but you don't learn to pray like that until your emotional life till your whole life you know where you really see what he saw was I need to pray I need God to intervene. Okay. Um, So all that to say is our prayers are enhanced by pressure. The evil day comes, and then we say, I'm in. But as Leonard brought to our attention today, and I think is so true, just as we prepare and we allow the pressure, we need to see ourselves ahead of time beating down the forces of darkness. We're, we really are in um, a, a serious time in our world, right? They're attacking our children. They're attacking the financial system. They're attacking, you know, and, and we would say those evil people. But we're, our fight isn't against flesh and blood. Our, our fight, and I think what's happening as the sign of our times is our world is going down it's, it's, in, it's indicative, it indicates the level of prayer of God's people. Right? So that's in the big picture. I want to take you back to your small picture. There's two kinds of prayer. There's your prayer alone, and there's prayer with others. In the evil day, alone won't work well enough. Yeah. A lot of times we pray and we're like, "Ah, oh, you know, I'm okay. And somebody asks, how you doing? And instead of saying, I need your prayer, <laughs> you say, I'm okay. Everybody do that? Is there, most people do that? I'm okay. And then we think and we're like, are you kidding? I need a room full of people around me right now to pray for me because there's all kinds of stuff happening in my life. So, Going forward, here's, here's your homework. Going forward, when somebody asks how you're doing, you can leave your unnamed prayers to say, I'm not going to tell you what's going on, but will you pray for me? Uh, okay, so you guys good at that? I know it's very humbling. Uh, Maria has been helping me to, to, to stay humble. Uh, the, our, our interaction last week was, was wonderful and changed my life because we need each other. We need to say the truth, and the truth is we need your prayer. Because the evil day, whether it's coming or here, uh, we need each other. Got it? All right. So, what I say, I said prepare every day, every moment, uh, because that evil day's coming. You want to be able to stand and say, Yeah, bring it on. I'm embracing my circumstances. okay but the only reason i do that is because i know that i can ask you guys pray for me pray for me i don't know what monday's going to bring monday is that tomorrow oh lord where am i going to be on monday i'm going to need your prayers right so uh let the pressure move you towards god not don't not away from god and lastly let your prayers work together where two or more are gathered there he is in the midst okay we live in evil days. We live in bad days. We live, sometimes we have the bad day. We need the Lord to help us with all that. Let Jesus be your shelter. <clears throat> Always let the pressure push you back to Him. Okay, let's, let's pause and pray for a moment. Lord, we know that right now there's pressures on all sides. We do all kinds of gymnastics to try to remove the anxiety from our mind. And yet you tell us, put on the whole armor of God. Remember who you are as a child of God. Remember that you're empowered by the Spirit of God. Remember you have the family of God around you to pray for you. And to break the chains of evil that try to enslave us. And so this morning, we pray for each other. That you would take the things that we're concerned with right now. We know you're the God that answers prayer. We heard it a bunch of times this morning. You're healing Connie. You're healing this young man. You're you're walking uh, with with Dylan through uh, these things. Lord, one after another, we see your hand. And we want to see more. And we know we will. And so, Lord, we just thank you, praise you for what you're doing and what you're about to do in our lives. May we hear more miracle testimonies each and every time we get together. Because you are our God. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we know who we are as your children. In Jesus' name, amen. It's your best day ever. (laughs) All right, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Those online, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, May you be blessed this week. May the pressure take you towards Jesus. Have a great day. Bye-bye.